Have you ever seen a ghost? <laughs> this is Have you ever seen a ghost? This is our podcast, and by our, I mean uh, mine. I'm Desia, and uh, my friend Tara is co-hosting here with me. Tara, how are you? I don't know. I'm average, I guess. Yeah. Normal. It's a, it's a loaded question. I got a really cool treasure in the mail today, though. What'd you get? So I got a piece of trench art. Um, so basically, it is stuff that was made by soldiers, prisoners of war, etc. in oh, World War One. that kind of trench. And World War II. Um, so I got a really beautiful vase, which is made out of an old mortar shell. That's really cool. And yeah, I wish I could show it to you. You could see it on our Instagram. We now have an Instagram. Yes, I'll put it... I will put it on the Instagram. But we will put it in the show notes um, so you guys can find us there. And one thing that I'm really excited about for the Instagram account is the episode art options that Tara has been creating for us are... Yeah. Can I can I take you through some of my work maybe that I've been doing on that? I don't use this term lightly, but they are buck wild. <laughs> <laughs> kind of running on the theme of this podcast and the voice notes being a little deep fried. Yeah. Um, we really wanted to bring kind of an element of that a chaos. to the art as well, a chaos element. And um, so I found a wonderful little program, which I can't remember the name of now. Because <laughs> they're not paying us. We don't have to say their brand they're name. They're not paying us. So yeah. <laughs> when they do... An anonymous AI brand. An anonymous AI brand art making website. Um, mm-hmm. And I've been plugging in some of the the hot takes that we had from the last episode and kind of seeing what the what the AI modeling software came up with and I'm very afraid. I'm very happy with what turned out um especially from the the prompt the worst animorph. Yeah, that one was powerful. Yeah, that one was very powerful and um also the the haunting is in the booze you don't say. I think quite a challenging prompt for an AI. Yeah. Um, but I feel like what came out was metaphysical. It was original. It was deep. It really <laughs> makes you think. Mm-hmm. Hashtag read that again. Yep. You know. <laughs> so I, I really hope that you guys will enjoy that. I'm so excited for other people to see these images because I cannot bear this burden alone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the aura is threatening, and the content... The aura is threatening, needs the content to be out is there. good. Yeah. <laughs> so please follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Sorry, my inner... <laughs> we also need to say, like, who the fuck we are. Because in the first episode, I have zero contact. I just, like, come out of the ether, and I'm like, hi. And then I tell say that you are, like, a paranormal expert, and then we have zero <laughs> other context. Yeah. Um, yeah, yep, 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 yeah. Yep. So if you're wondering why I'm plugging the Instagram so hard, it's because I am, I would define myself as a recovering marketer and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> aspiring ghostbuster. And uh, Tara, how would you describe your, your brand? I would say um, recovering cultural worker. Oh, yeah. Aspiring antiques dealer. Yes. And aspiring ghostbuster as well. Yeah. I love it. The antiques that you get. I cannot stop thinking about that ashtray bug thing that you showed me. That's good. I need it. Have you sold it yet? <laughs> I have not sold it yet. Um, I'm still cleaning it up. Because it wants to be with me. It wants to be with Dacia. 
Um, so we will probably at some point put a put a link to my antique site as well, so you can see some of the good haunted objects that come through there. Yes. You know, Yisra had an interesting point actually because mm. I I asked her to ask a couple of people at work if they'd ever seen a ghost. She made perhaps a good point, and she said that asking people, "Have you seen a ghost?" is it's like pretty hectic to come into a conversation with that. It's very... <laughs> I love that you needed her to point this out. Yeah. For and she said that she did ask people at work. Um, and she said that based on that experience, she felt like we should first clarify that there isn't a ghost in the room now. <laughs> and that that's not why we're asking. <laughs> have you ever seen a ghost? So it's not have like, you ever seen a ghost? Have you ever seen a ghost? Would you like to? Turn around, bitch. Um, turn around, bitch. Um, <laughs> So maybe just something to bear in mind, like for all of the field reporters out there going forward. Yes, that is great. That is a great piece uh, that <laughs> needs to go in the handbook. I'm thinking maybe we make a little pocket-sized zine of uh, for our field reporters. Kind of like a, a toolkit, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did also really get very close to asking my dentist if he'd ever seen a ghost. Mm -hmm. But he was pretty sassy about my sort of like level of flossing. <sighs> I just, I didn't really feel like comfortable in that space no it wasn't a safe space it wasn't a safe space because he could have been like oh your tooth is about to be a ghost because you're not flossing you know and i i just like i didn't really want to set myself up like you were that. gonna set yourself up for that. <laughs> i was gonna set myself up and i i just didn't really want to go there i was yeah. already feeling demoralized good foresight yeah i feel like dentists they have that little mirror right so it's kind of like you're sort of doubling your chances of catching the ghost that is lurking behind every one of us. That's true. If you use that <laughs> tiny mirror. The teeth and mirror. a lot of a lot of people see mirrors as portals. Right. Yeah. And teeth die. So maybe So what you're saying is a, a dentist could maybe make a ghost come in your mouth? <laughs> sorry. I'm not gonna I'm leave sorry. that in a podcast, Tara. We're trying to have We're trying to have broad appeal. God damn it. Listen. <laughs> So I have also been doing my paranormal I'm investigations. Sorry. I'm sorry. I you're not sorry. Myself. You look at you. Just, you're just you're yourself as well. I'm not <laughs> you're sorry. So I'm, sorry. I'm not sorry. Didn't even make, the joke didn't even make I'm sense. I'm sorry. So I also have been asking people, have you ever seen a ghost? Including my friend uh, Robin. I love her so much. Yeah. So she has a little paranormal experience to share with us. Now, I think that this is going to be an interesting one because first of all, she asked me if I was being haunted, which I think circles back to we do have to give a little more context to this question. We need to give some context. Yeah. Is there a ghost here right now tends to be the next uh <laughs> Next yeah. comment. Yeah. But uh, she mentioned that she was once part of a, uh, what she described as a preteen mass hysteria where all the girls on a school trip became convinced that they were being haunted. Amazing. I think that that sounds like something we can investigate. So do you want to hear Robin's voice note? Let's go. Let's go. Okay, here goes the tale of imagined paranormal activity. It would have been about 1995. I think I was in grade four, standard two back then, as it was called. So let's say there were about 55 of us. And off we go to Wagon Drift Dam for a week on our school trip. Like all the seniors went on a little school trip. I mean, the seniors as in like grade four and up. Um, and I can't remember all the things that we had to do while we were there. 
But I do remember we went to Bungie Toy Factory the one day. And this is literally like you go there on Monday and you come back on back to school on Friday afternoon. I remember a lot of playing Kiss and Catchers and various games because I was hugely in love with Anthony Bardenhorst and the feelings were kind of mutual. So it was very exciting. Here's my first kiss. And then as the week progressed, in that way that like children, I guess especially girls, not that I'm saying boys can't, but in this stage it was specifically the girls, suddenly got obsessed. And we were from quite like a puritanical, very conservative little town, village basically, up in northern KZN. And I vaguely remember this sort of hysteria and obsession with the devil and, and being like haunted and evil spirits. And we all slept in dormitories all together for the week. This, yeah, this obsession with evil spirits and the devil started mounting. And I don't even think anyone was playing like glassy, glassy or light as a feather, stiff as a board, any of those, or like trying to call on evil spirits. It was just the, I guess, the hormonal gathering and mounting of a, that's a terrible word, of young people being together and feeding off each other's energy. And as the week progressed, girls would claim to have seen Lepice roll off their side table and no one was around to do anything to push it or scratch marks extending down the mirror um, before their very eyes. And this sort of grew and grew and grew. And the most ridiculous thing that I remember is the fact that someone then said, because we'd all gone to Bungie Toy Factory and, like, bought a teddy bear of some type. Um, oh, God, sorry, I'm watching my cat vomit. <laughs> Sissy! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just going to deal with that. <laughs> I think you have to leave that in. Okay, so, okay, so that was part one. <laughs> Should we should we dive straight into part two or do you, do we have notes? Let's, let's go into part. Okay, let's, let's go, go into part two. Part two. Apologies, I'm back from that little feline situation. Like when I think back, it's obviously God. I would have been about ten or eleven, so it's like twenty six years ago, and I just remember the whole week crackling with this mix of like incredibly childish emotion, but at the same time being aware of like our impending well us moving towards adolescence and teenagehood with not even immaturity just like 100% childishness um one of the things was I think crying because Antoine didn't say good morning to me I don't know early in like swiftly enough and me being upset about it and like friends being sent to talk to his friends about it you know that kind of thing so yeah just I guess like four teachers trying to manage what was invariably going to be some sort of crisis and it revealed itself in fear of the paranormal 
And so in the Afrikaans girls' dormitory, the alleged paranormal ghostly sightings or evil spirits, whatever you want to call them, the evidence was mounting. Although, God, yeah, a lipstick, I mean, not a lipstick, a lip eyes, falling off a, a tabletop um, was peak evidence. And then we went to the bungee toy factory, as I was saying, and we all had our toys. I mean, so this is also like the age where we really want to buy like a stuffed gorilla. Um, and then someone saying that bungee toy factory stood for beware Thursday, Friday. And as Thursday and Friday approached, it reached all high panic stations. And then I don't really remember how it culminated, you know, sort of what the climax of the whole situation was. But I remember the Afrikaans teacher, Mania Elsa Mania Maya, I can't remember, and Miss Lowe being utterly furious and having to haul us all into the great dining room to chastise us about our ridiculous belief in the devil. Um, yeah, all round shaming. And I'm pretty sure by Friday afternoon, nothing had happened, of course, because we were not being haunted. And we had been roundly chastised and shamed. There's no way we got away without having to have assembly about it. Especially because I think what sparked all the drama was that the grade fives, I'm sure, had told us that when they had stayed at this place, there had been spirits there and that all these bad things happened after going to the bungee toy factory. Actually, yes, now I remember because I'm sure someone, like people started getting hurt, but but I mean, because we were 10, 11 years old, running around trying to kiss each other and I don't know, play stuck in the mud and stuff. So obviously people were getting hurt. Um, and I think that was also what it was like, oh, this is what's happening. They said, beware Thursday, Friday, and now, Eleni has fallen and sprained her ankle and, I don't know, Terry Staples fell backwards off a chair. Yeah, so there definitely would have been an assembly. The bus journey home was, it was a humbled group that bussed back home to be met by our parents in the school parking lot. Yeah, I can't even remember what toy I got. Or... For what reasons I was upset with Anthony Badenhorst. But it was a it was an emotionally fraught five days in the Natal Midlands. Anyway, that is my story. And just to, yeah, my parting words are the cat is a hundred percent fine. It was what can only be described as a spite farm. <laughs> I needed to include that last bit about the spite bomb. God, um, <coughs> wow, what a great, what a great story. I, I love the story for so many reasons. Um, Tell me why you love the story. Damn, I mean, like, those poor teachers, man. Oh my God. Like, 
those poor teachers. I love the will they, won't they with her and mm. Anthony Bardenhorst. Where is he oh now? Where is he now? Are they still in touch? Yeah, I feel like camp is such a rich sort of terrain for ghost stories mm. to form. I really felt there was nothing that takes me back to being an 11-year-old in South Africa in the 90s than a ghost story starting with the lip ice moved the by lip itself. Ice, yeah, the lip ice <laughs> moved by itself. Damn, I was right back there. Like, like I was, I was right just transported. <laughs> just what an iconic image. Um, Absolutely iconic. But yeah, it's just such a great telling of a story as well i love yep. the way that she spoke about this kind of like crackling of mm. sort of pre preteen kind of angst and like this yeah. this sort of foreboding you can really feel it like the foreboding of puberty absolutely <laughs> i love it it's kind of interesting when i was doing some research about this and mm -hmm. this whole kind of mass hysteria thing this is kind of like prime time in terms of age for mass hysteria events to happen. Mm -hmm. um, is that kind of like preteen age? It um, is, yeah. Yeah, maybe it is something about the atmosphere being charged that sort of makes things possible. I don't know. <laughs> there is. Like, I was also thinking about it. Like, the the idea of puberty as the great unknown, like the, the unknown quantity yeah. that is so unfathomable until you're on the other side of it that is basically a supernatural phenomenon that happens to every human. Yeah. <laughs> yes. My God, totally. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's such a it's such a great way to, to think about it because I... I don't know, I could just, I could feel it so clearly yeah. and so powerfully. <laughs> Rob is a great storyteller, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she really brought us all along there with her in that, the Natal in Midlands. The Natal Midlands. Like. Oh, man. Yeah, the emotional, like the, also like the background love story. The love story. I mean, <laughs> I can Bonnet tell you was. like the people in the Creepypasta test kitchen could learn a thing or two about storytelling. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> from Rob's. I also, what part I liked was the Beware Thursday, Friday Oh thing. my god, that is also from like such a, such an endearingly janky attempt at myth. Janky chain letter ass. Like, Absolutely. Like, <laughs> Be like, if you don't send this to five friends, you'll die. Beware Thursday, you'll die. Friday. It's Beware Thursday, Friday. It's uh, so good. It's so good. What I also, if, if we can just like put on our creepy pasta hats for a minute, <laughs> I was kind of hoping that there would be, you know, like a haunted toy, like a Chekhov's um, stuffed gorilla. Chekhov's gorilla. <laughs> Chekhov's gorilla. Yes. Oh my God. The Chekhov's gorilla is throbbing throughout this entire story. <laughs> I mean, otherwise, great story. What do you think of that? Like, I've been thinking about it. I got this story a few days ago. And this whole conversation very, very much started with, of course, I've never seen a ghost. But this was my silly paranormal experience. And, yeah. you know, she drops in like, oh, like, obviously nothing happened because we weren't being haunted because ghosts aren't real, obviously. And yeah. I feel like that is so much down to perspective because, like, the facts that she laid out about how all of these kids' perceptions were like suddenly when someone twists their ankle, it's because of the spirits. And when someone yeah. <laughs> drops a lip ice, then it's because of the spirits. Yeah. I feel like someone else who was on that same trip tells that same story and was like, and we got out of there just in time. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Somebody will never go to the bungee toy factory ever again. 
Yeah, I also love on the second part of the story where she's like, I don't really remember how it ends. And in my heart, I was like, it ended with a school assembly. (laughs) Another deeply South African uh, (laughs) like moment. I don't know. Maybe it's not that South African. But yeah, so it all ends in, you know, being shamefully rationalized by the adults in your life. Yeah. And it really reminded me of Lord of the Flies, which I very recently read for the first time because I didn't do my homework. Weren't you an English major? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. No, I just wanted to, just wanted to circle. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, just checking in there. <laughs> I heard it was good, so I didn't want to spoil it uh, for myself as a subtext. <laughs> So yeah, it is like as soon as you get into this strange situation, (laughs) your mind just like rationality is such a thin, fragile scaffolding that just immediately falls apart as soon as someone's like, hey, do you think there's a ghost here? (laughs) Oh my God. What a fucking like deep cut. Like, and they said our literary degrees would never amount to anything. But here we are. Look at us now. Um, that is such a fucking good reference, actually, does here. Like, Thank you. Damn. See, aren't you glad I didn't read that 20 years ago when everyone else did? <laughs> it's exactly the same fucking energy. Like, Yeah. And then, like, right at the end, it's like, oh, no. Oh, here's an adult. Oh, wait, we're all being really stupid. <laughs> oh, no, we killed a kid. <laughs> oh, I hate it when that man that's a good book if anyone's uh, been avoiding it because it's a set text it's actually a really good book and i'm sad that it's set text because people read it are forced to read it yeah. and i genuinely enjoyed it yeah mm. god it's so it's so good i don't know it just it gave me <laughs> such a good feeling to like remember this time specific time in our lives yeah just thinking back on playing things like light as a feather stuff as a board i don't know if you ever played that oh Surprise black oh, cat behind it me. It sounds a lot like... Whoa, cryptid alert. Okay. <laughs> it's my little Kiki on the hunt for spiders. Um, that fucking giant spider from the last episode never showed its face again, hey? Really? Yeah. I'll see you in nine months. <laughs> <laughs> Ten million spider babies. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, please, we can't joke about that. That's a really sensitive uh, thing for me because um, one time I... Uh, I had a spider baby. I saw a really big spider and I tried to hit it and it turned out it was actually just carrying all of its babies on its back. And then when I hit it, it just, it turns into like millions and millions of like little baby spiders that ran all over the floor. And it was, wow. Yeah, that's happened to me as well. Would you still love me if I was a thousand baby spiders? <laughs> <laughs> you always. Yeah. So I, I did a little bit of research, um, see what I could kind of put together about a couple of offline ghost stories. Even though the, Rob's story happened, um, what, 26 years ago, mm. I found a couple of um, hot off the presses uh, ghost stories for us. Oh, yeah. Um, we're talking 2022. Oh, snap. Place, Plettenberg Bay, mm-hmm. Pakamasani Primary School, mm-hmm. The Incident. A short granny-like figure with dreadlocks um, appeared to the children in their classroom and proceeded to attack them, slapping them ruthlessly, relentlessly, Relentlessly. um, until they threw salt at her and she disappeared. Subsequently, the parents um, came to pick the kids up from school and um, school classes were cancelled for the day. Um, 
the mayor of Plettenberg Bay actually got involved in this case as well. Oh, that's how that's how sort of big this was. Um, kind of came in to check everything out. Mm-hmm. He said that a thorough investigation would be concluded and that a prayer meeting would be held at the school the following day to clear the air a little bit. Mm-hmm. A couple of months before this, in January, uh-huh. there was actually another haunted school case. Okay. Now, this one happened in Cruandal in Northwest. This one was actually kind of motivated by the parents who came in to remove their children from the school, Mm -hmm. saying that it was haunted. And this was apparently after a parent fainted when they entered the school. And I quote from a bystander at the scene, one could tell that there is an evil energy, everyone could feel it, and even if you guys came to that school... You will pick up demonic vibes. That school is haunted. So that's uh, that's that's a direct quote. Whoa. Yeah. Pretty interesting. So there is there like a rise in these school hauntings in primary schools? I mean, it, it could be. One of the things that I did read about this this whole mass hysteria thing is that it seems to happen when kids are under kind of particular stress mm. around exam time, perhaps. One could attribute this to COVID. I believe in the case of the Northwest school, the school had been vandalized over the school holidays, so probably some stress around that. Mm -hmm. Or perhaps further evidence of ghost activity. Could be. What do you make about the the granny ghost with dreadlocks? Listen, so from the account, I do wonder if it was just a granny. Again, was it just a guy? Like... Ghost or guy, that's the game we play when we do these paranormal investigations. Ghost or gran. Ghost or gran. Ghost or gran. So perhaps the perhaps the prankster gran from the, the creepypasta story. Oh, um, it's all connected. On the loose, it's all connected. I want to know what those kids were up to. And also, who has salt in their back pocket? I frequently do. I actually... You do. This could be anything, folks. So uh, I have here um, uh-huh. a packet of uh, salt. Yes. Blessed salt. Oh, blessed salt. This was um, pretty good. This was given to me for protection by uh, an intern at my my old workplace. Oh. Yeah, I no longer work there, so it's it worked. It's really <laughs> either it worked or it didn't. I mean, <laughs> wait, no, not that it worked on you like you were the demon. It's handy. Should I need it? Yeah, and you've got a lot. I mean, you're protected. For, yeah, that's like, might be a lifetime supply. That ghost granny wants to throw hands. Um, she better watch out. She does not know what she's in for. That's why she picks on little she kids. She doesn't know what she's in for. Yeah. Yeah, pick on someone your own size. Yeah, pick, pick on someone your own size who is an adult, but still apparently quite small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. So obviously the whole class said that they saw her. Yeah. Which yet again kind of brings to mind, like, it stresses me out because when it's one person, it's easy to say that it's an unreliable narrator. Maybe they're lying. Maybe they're, right. you know, maybe they're, they were hallucinating or stressed or dreaming or something. Yeah. But there seems to be like kind of critical mass of if it's three people saw the same creepy ghost, I would believe them more than if 30 people saw a creepy ghost. Interesting. Because if 29 other people saw a creepy ghost, I would probably also say I saw it. <laughs> Want to no. be different. <laughs> no, Dustin, I think what you're describing what you're describing here, I believe, is a kind of a a ghost bystander effect. Yeah. <laughs> is that what okay. Man, you don't want to, you don't want to be the person who didn't get slapped by the ghost. Exactly. I, mean, I was uh, doing a little bit of clear out mm. this week and um 
I disturbed a, a matchbox, and when I opened it up, there was a, a bunch of salt inside, which I'd taken around um, so that I had my fancy salt with me. That is so you. I love that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um. <laughs> You're on another level. Clearly, we need to, like, I need to now get a protection <laughs> tattoo, and I need to have, like, a salt amulet. God, I have so much on my shopping okay, but list like, now. I did actually have a I did actually have a thought about your pr- protection tattoo. Mm-hmm. You spoke about getting it on your chest. Yeah. But the the spooky experiences that you described were something behind you. Oh, so <gasps> that's a good point. Kind of factored that in. Yeah, it has to right. be like a protection sandwich. A protection sandwich. You th- you're you're thinking front and back. Like front and the back. bad mugs you get, where the front of the mug is like a cute little cat face, and the back of the mug is a little cat butt. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But oh, make it sacred. I, yeah, <laughs> but make it sacred. <laughs> it's not a butt, it's a red chakra. Uh, <laughs> what a- about you do almost the exact, that exact image where the front of the cat and then the back is like the butt, butt. But the, the, the asshole the is pucker. like a mandala. <laughs> very sacred, very spiritual. To the tattoo parlor. <laughs> to the tattoo parlor. <laughs> I actually, I have a third story here Ooh. for us tonight. Um, okay, you're chock full of uh, spooky schools. So this is the a quick story about uh, Wilberforce, the pranking ghost of um, St. Peter's Hostel. Oh my um, god. At Brebner High School in Bloemfontein. Oh my god. <laughs> the pranking ghost. So apparently he really liked to hang out in the sick bay of the school. Ooh. And one time there was a boy in there who... So he had a broken leg. Um, oh, the kid had a broken a leg, not the ghost. And the kid had a broken leg. Yes. And um, so he's laying there, um, he's just lying down, mm-hmm. and this ghost comes through um, the wall mm-hmm. and scares the shit out of him, <laughs> so much so that he actually jumped out of a window um, and ran all the way back to his dorm. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, did, he so... didn't, did he break his other leg? <laughs> It's not. It's not specified. Um, <laughs> he was willing to take the risk. He was willing to take the risk. So, just tell me how does this how does this take you? Um, he would spook people by ruffling or pulling their hair, oh. throwing water at them, or tripping them in the corridors, <laughs> and hiding their possessions. All things that actual children would never do. <laughs> All things. I don't know. I feel like maybe we need another category, which was was it. A ghost or was it a bully? Oh, um, ghost or bully. Now, I'm not discounting any of the, these um, experiences, but if uh, I didn't study for that exam and knew that I would get in trouble for calling in a bomb threat, mm. uh, hey, did anyone else see that ghost over there? Might mm, be the place. Ghost looks pretty good right about yeah. now. Ghost and looks pretty good it, right about you now. You know, if you have like mm-hmm. a little bit of social clout, like you get a couple of people together and be like, oh, did you feel that? Did yeah. you feel that? <gasps> did you see that? And then start to get the ball rolling. Uh? I think that's also the other thing, right? It's like, is there kind of like a ghost patient zero, <laughs> um, like uh, a haunted sort of patient zero? Haunted in these patient instances? zero. It's like, who's the first kid to see the ghost? Yeah. So the hostel has since been um, demolished. Oh. But apparently um, this now houseless ghost oh, um, homeless still ghost. kind of wanders around the area. Homeless ghost. Oh. Can we give it a ghost I house? I don't know where my home is. <laughs> I did see one or two things suggesting that he might um, 
try and prevent car thefts, which seems like a pretty big sort of turnaround. I love that character development for him. So sort of a redeemed figure, yeah. Yes. I feel like I have to do uh, just a reference drop on that one. Yeah. There is a book that I got that from, which I don't have with me now, but it's called The Ghost That Shut Down the Town, which is a cool book of South African ghost stories written by a guy. Um, So we'll pop that in the the show notes, maybe. (laughs) And thank you for crediting him as a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Was he a ghost or was he a guy? You may have heard of a guy. Turns out he wrote a book. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let me do this. Okay. The Ghost That Closed Down the Town. Um, Arthur Goldstuck is the author of that. Arthur uh, Goldstuck. Oh, I know him. Yes. He's a smart guy. Do you? (laughs) Yeah. And then he added me on LinkedIn. So I don't really know him so much as, you know. How's he doing? I hope he's okay. Did did he give a haunted vibe? (laughs) Kind of, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Maybe I need to ask him, oh man, once I start reaching out to my LinkedIn connections and asking if they've seen a ghost... Wow. Boy, howdy. We're going to be unstoppable. It's over for you, bitches. <laughs> I feel like I also want to ask you, vis-a-vis the LinkedIn thing, yeah. since you don't really spend a lot of time on social media, mm-hmm. um, have you found yourself kind of using LinkedIn, like your social media? Because my sister was talking about how since she like deleted like a lot of her social media, she finds herself spending time on LinkedIn as if it is social media. Yeah, it's not. It's <laughs> the worst it's terrible and I don't recommend it. I, I yeah, I, I would lean on like LinkedIn and Pinterest. Um, but then I had a gig where I had to write LinkedIn thought leadership posts. And that really, really like sunk the boat for me on LinkedIn as a fun distraction. <laughs> so now I just kind of stare right. at the corner of the wall and uh, hope for the darkness to take me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the leadership... Um, Posts sort of had had kind of the opposite effect on you. Okay. Thought leadership was, uh, how do we end it all? (laughs) (laughs) That's the thought. That's the leading thought. Thought leadership, (laughs) intrusive thoughts. (laughs) Intrusive thought leadership. Oh, my God. Wait. (laughs) Intrusive thought leadership. I have intrusive thought leadership. There's something. (laughs) Something, something, intrusive thought leadership. We did have another little um, thing prepared. We thought we'd kind of like road test a little segment here on the show, which is yes. kind of like about really sort of like shitty kind of non-threatening monsters throughout history and from around the world. You know, not every monster is going to be like a home run iconic, you know, like <laughs> not every monster is a home run, you know, yeah. like you've got your, you know, your dragons, mm-hmm. your krakens and yeah. these are really intimidating yeah. kind of beasts. But you also get somewhere. So it's just like, what even? It's a bit shit. Yeah. You know, like, what are you... Where's kind of, like, the fear element yeah. here? Yeah. What have we got on the menu? Today, I wanted to do sort of a, a workshop on uh, the abattoir. So this is something that I've never heard of before. It's apparently a Zulu mythology, um, not one that I've encountered before. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this is a legendary race of tiny hunters. Um, so these are a race of tiny sort of spirit beings that ride on ants, but apparently are prolific hunters. They ride on ants. They ride on ants. They're really little. They're very, very small. They're so small. 
but are they okay? They seem to be kind of constantly on the move, hunting prey, and apparently they're able to take down prey much larger than them because they have poisonous arrows. So ooh, okay. Yeah, sort of like really having to lean hard on the technology, I guess, <laughs> if you're that size. <laughs> they're riding ants. They're so little. They're riding ants. It's so cute. Oh no! Like what can it can it really sort of do? A monster that you could squish with a thumb. Yeah, and apparently, um, according to to one of the sources that I read, stepping on and killing one of these uh, little creatures was apparently a death threat. But I don't really see how, because if you've stepped on it, <laughs> is it really a threat anymore? No. Is it like being stung by a bee and then like that bee dies, but all the other bees know that, bee dies, that there's been yeah. a sting? I think it has to be the same logic. Yeah. Yeah, sort of like bee rules, I guess. Like, I understand the idea of like, oh, it's small, so they're, you know, they can go through little places and they can maybe do things and hide really well and, you know, move things around your house and stuff. And like kind of, I'm imagining borrower sized as the minimum I suppose the maximum small <laughs> size. The minimum maximum. That really can move the needle. Yeah, so to speak. <laughs> Once you go riding on an ant, I mean, that makes it smaller than an ant. Like, because, you know, people ride horses and horses yeah. are bigger than people. It's so Wait, small. Are they using one ant on each foot as roller skates? No. Eh? <laughs> now we're, now we're cooking with gas. Cooking. Yeah, so these little guys apparently have sort of a, a real kind of major case of short man syndrome. I don't know, people still talk yeah, about Napoleon syndrome? Yeah, 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 Napoleon syndrome. But they microscopic are extremely, extremely sensitive, microscopic Napoleon syndrome. <laughs> They're extremely sensitive about their size. Um, and so you when you're interacting with them... At no point can you kind of like really say anything that implies that they're small. Yeah. So apparently if you encounter one in the wild or mm -hmm. when you're out hunting, mm -hmm. the best thing that you should do is to say, I saw you, I've seen you before. Okay. Just to kind of play it safe, I guess. So Very fragile ego is what I'm hearing. Very fragile ego. So in case they've seen you before and you obviously didn't see them because they're smaller than an ant. Because they're so little. You know, and they say, you know, do you remember oh. me? You have to say something like, oh. yeah, I remember you from the mountains over there or something like that okay you have to do like the the vague party thing really vague? Yeah, yeah yeah you have to be like oh my god yes i remember you were yeah how, yeah, how are things how are you? You know? how's dave How's dave oh my god oh it's how's been dave? so long you're... Yeah. yeah and you're what are, are you, you still doing singing? are you still yeah. okay um <laughs> yeah so you really have to you have to kind of like engage like awkward house party mode this actually is a very good monster because i am very afraid of that interaction yeah in fact actually this is quite scary yeah can i tell you once that i um was in a mall and i saw someone that i used to work with and i came up to him and i was like oh my god it's so good to see you and i hugged him and uh, i was like how are you how's things and then i was fully like 90 seconds into this what i thought was pleasant interaction where he kind of like moved away from me for a second and said uh yeah I, i'm his twin brother Oh, wow. <laughs> and I've never met you before. Oh, man. Anyway, bye. I have one, I have one which is worse okay. than that one. And um, I plead the fifth on like whether or not I cried after this interaction because of how embarrassed I was. We won't, we won't um, ask. No worry about it. <laughs> I was walking home. I had headphones in mm -hmm. and I saw a guy waving at me yeah. from across the street. I was still in denial about needing glasses at this point in my life. So 
vision wasn't 2020. You'd, you'd seen enough. <laughs> I'd seen enough. I saw someone was waving at me and I was like, you know, like, I guess maybe I've seen this guy. He really does seem to know me. So maybe, mm-hmm. you know, we've just met out like at a party or something. Yeah. And he crossed the street and he came over. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of, um, I went in for the hug. Oh. Like, hey, <laughs> how are you? Um, <laughs> you know, like, how have things been? Um, and he said... Leaned into the hug, gave me the hug, um, and then he said, hey, what's your name? (laughs) Um, And then at that point, I realized um, that I did not know this man. And that's when you knew you fucked up. (laughs) That's when I knew I'd fucked up. Yeah, so Uh, just pretending to know someone can also go really, really horribly wrong. I think I did cry when I got home because I was so embarrassed. Does sound like the worst thing. I think from now on, only pull that when the guy is less than a millimeter tall. Yeah. And then yep. if there's yep, any yep, yep, guy yep, yep. two to three millimeters and up, we don't know that guy. It's safe to say we don't know that we guy. We don't know the guy. Yeah. yeah. It's, safe. <laughs> it's literally physically safe, it for, you safe to say for you to say It is safe for you to say that. that <laughs> the other thing about these guys is that they are apparently only visible to children under the age of four, wizards, and pregnant women. So your chances of spotting them are probably fairly unlikely. What a demographic. What is the fucking SEO for that demographic? I wonder... <laughs> I, Active shoppers, I really, pregnant women, wizards. I see <laughs> children under four. <laughs> children under four. <laughs> I love the idea that wizards are also like a like demographic, like but like a more vulnerable group. Pregnant women, like <laughs> people you would give up your seat for on the bus. Yeah, or on the Titanic. Or on the Titanic. You know, I don't know. Women, wizards, and children first. <laughs> wizards and children first. <laughs> I don't know where that laugh came from. I've never laughed like that before. There's a little cackle there. New laugh. I'm <laughs> new, la- new laugh. What do you think? <laughs> new laugh just dropped. Yeah, I think I'm. Uh, my brain is starting to melt. <laughs> but I feel like we've covered a lot today. We've talked about scary lip ices, people falling down and blaming ghosts. Are ghosts just bullies? Are ghosts just bullies? Gran or ghost? Ghost or guy? Why humor a person that you think you might know when you could just squish them with your thumb? (laughs) So many questions, not enough answers. And yeah, if you want to be a part of this podcast, we really want you to ask people that you know or that you have just met or maybe that you are pretending to know, (laughs) have you ever seen a ghost? And if they say yes, then you hold up your one finger, pull out your phone with your other hand, press record on your voice note app and record that story and please, please send it to us. Oh, we also have an email address now. Oh, yes, we do. Yes, that will also be in the show notes. <laughs> so, yeah, get in touch. So I feel like I'll, I'll tally also now yes. of people who we've asked if they've seen a ghost out of um, the whole world. Seven billion, yeah. Is, um, what, five? Okay, so I've asked, like, three Okay, are we counting the nose? We're counting the nose. I think we have to count the nose. I've asked like six. So... I've I've done six. I asked... You've done done six. I would say I've got about four. Okay, so that's ten out of seven billion. We're getting there. Yeah. Okay. Plus three because of last week, so thirteen. Thirteen. Ooh, spooky. Spooky. Okay, great. But um, we really need to we need to keep going because there are seven plus billion more people who we need to ask. Oh my God, we have so much work to do, but hopefully we'll get there. Thank you, Tara, for chatting with me. Thanks, Stas. This has been 
Have you ever seen a ghost? Have you, have you ever seen a ghost? We have to work on our outro. <laughs> Spooky Calypso music. music here. When Dust figures out how to do that. Ding, 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 ding. ding, ding. ding. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs>